Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning once again. This is your program, The Wow Marriage, where we give you practical principles, biblical knowledge of how to keep the fire and the fight and the faith to fight for your marriage. Amen. You know, it's very important that we um, always aspire to do more and we're focusing on our marriage. What we're talking about today is do I have faith to save my marriage? This is part two. I mean, we actually received a phone call a couple of weeks ago and I was speaking with a gentleman and he was telling me that it was really, really ministering to him. And he, we sat on the phone and talked for a while and he actually asked if we could, you know, add more to it. So that's what we're going to do here today. We're going to give you some more insights and, of course, some of the things that we've done, what we've gone through, just like we've normally done. Our you know, own experience, our because we're yes. just not saying this. We have leave it. We have put it in practice, and we know it works. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I want to start off with giving you, uh, pulling a scripture from the Old Testament. It is in Isaiah forty-three nineteen. It says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Do you not perceive it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So what I would like to say, first of all, is um, step out and do something new. Okay. You have to make sure that you are always, you know, making or giving a, a intimacy, making a way for your wife to be able to submit to you, not demanding or making her to submit to you, but you have to develop uh, a atmosphere of intimacy that will allow her to submit to you. And so, that's exercising your faith. Yes. You know, a lot of times we, we say, well, God will do it. We just seek back and hoping that we'll get better all in, on its own. And that's not faith, because faith is doing the work. I show you my faith by my words. Right. Because many times we say, well, God will do it, and we're not putting any effort to fix it. <laughs> yes, I tell you, that's, uh, that's a big thing. You know, a lot of folks just want. They'll look, they'll bring the outside looking in and say, well, I want what you have. You know, I wish I had a marriage like that. You know, it seems like you guys just always get along. You never have any problems. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely a false, you know, um, way to live. I mean, because we do have problems. We do fight. We do argue. We still you know, have to use the faith. We still have to use faith, mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, you know, going back uh, more in the past, if you go back and look at a couple of our podcasts, remember, see, there has to be rules of engagement. You know, you have to know, you know, how to fight fair, you know, in your marriage when you're having a conflict. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, we don't mean physical, you know, fighting. It's like, you know, disagreements and discussions that you may have. Yeah. But see, that's the problem that people have. Some of those, they get into some of those things. And like the intimacy that I was talking about, because of an offense, because of something that, you know, they said or you maybe even thought, you know, you will start to pull back, you know, that intimacy or that level of trust and compassion that you have, you know, and it will it will definitely affect your relationship. 
So, you know, um, as, as far as, you know, the scripture in Isaiah 43, 19, you know, we're talking about, you know, God making, you know, a, a road in the wilderness or a way in the wilderness and a river in the desert. What does that mean? It says God can absolutely do anything. You know, That's right. he can fix anything. He can cause anything to be straight, to be corrected, you know, to be reconciled. But it's up to us to have that faith, hope, trust and confidence in him that he can and that he will do it. And that's that faith, that trust, that trust that we have in God, knowing that he is the author and perfecter of our faith and he can do anything that we allow him to do. Yeah, we just cannot get weary in our well-doing. And sometimes... um it can be different things that keep us from moving forward with our faith. But no matter what we do in life, because we are Christian, we supposed to everything we do in life apply faith to it because we're not natural people. So, Chris, what is really faith? What is faith? Because yeah. ma many times we think we do know what mm -hmm. is faith. We do the cliche or the scripture, which is powerful. Oh, oh, I believe. I have faith because I believe on God and impossible. But why do you believe? What is your substance? The, the, <laughs> the substance is, you know, the love that I want to give. You know, the substance is my trust and knowing that, you know, what I want to provide for, you know, in my marriage, in our marriage, mm -hmm. you know, God will do when because there are some times when I have to sacrifice you know, some of the things that I want. And so that's how I know that, you know, my faith is building because I know even though I make a sacrifice, you know, I'm still getting what I want, mm -hmm. you know, in the long run because it's absolutely, you know, a harmonious marriage. And, you know, it's just being genuinely right and being at peace, mm -hmm. you know, in everything that we do. In the midst of the trials and the troubles and all the struggles, you know, you know, that's where that's where my faith yep. is. That's what faith is to me is knowing that, you know, in spite of anything, you know, we already have the victory. Yeah, we already have the victory. You know, uh, it reminds me. Well, you say we have the victory. A lot of times we are fighting as we are fighting for ourselves or standing. We get weary. But there's one thing we need to know for sure that God wants to give us the victory more probably than we want to give that victory yes. ourselves. And he said we are more than a conqueror. Yes. So mm -hmm. our victory is his victory, which he's already won, you know, but our substance also it could be his scripture. What the word of God tells us. Do you mind reading the Hebrews 1, 11 says, in the Amplified? It says, faith is what makes things real mm -hmm. that we hope for. It is the proof of what we cannot see. So the proof of what we can't see is, you know, the reconciliation process, mm -hmm. you know, the but, love that we have. Why do you love? You can't see it. Well, yeah. you can see it through the actions. But, you know, a big part of that is, you know, um, what are you willing to do or give up for your spouse? Exactly. Well, that's faith a big will question. Take sacrifice. All yeah. this, all this, what we're saying, that's what it takes faith, that you will do something believing that God will back you because you are taking a step of faith, declaring the word of God over your spouse, standing strong, obeying what you don't feel like obeying the word of God, submitting to your spouse when you don't think he's worthy of being submitted to or loving her, even though she's not very lovable. 
You know, all those things that we do, we do it as a step of faith. That's why faith, mm-hmm. it doesn't come through the natural senses, like what you can see, feel, or touch, or reasoning. I wish reasoning is a big part because reasoning, the Word of God will take us right to doubt. Once you start reasoning, what if it did, what if it does? Well, I know people who have done it in the past, have not worked, and so and so believe for and they end up divorced. Yeah. So what? That's not the substance. Mm-hmm. Substance is the word of God, not by other people's experience, but by your own experience with God Himself. Right. Because you choose <laughs> to believe. I don't know, you know, many times we don't know what are the consequences, why it did not work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the intimacy of that somebody else is having with God. I don't know those moments of disobedience, but I do know one thing, that everything works together for good, for those who love the Lord. So I'm going to put my hope and my faith in the God that I don't see, because from that point on when accepting, everything that I'm going to believe for is things that I do not see, that I cannot see it with my senses. So you're probably working hard, the faith, and trying to, be the spouse, the godly spouse that God called you to be. Mm-hmm. And you might not see any fruit for a little while, but in due but time. It's due time. It's coming. You know, and, you know, stand firm. You know, um, believe, you know, what you set out to do, you know, to make yourself successful. You know, I asked a question, you know, a few seconds ago, what are you willing to, to do or give up for your spouse? Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell you, men, I tell you, if you have to hesitate for a moment on what you would do, <laughs> you know, for your spouse, then uh, you got a lot more work to do. You know, I mean, the biggest thing is, is you know, would you be willing to lay down your life for your wife? You know, well, some people you, say they uh-huh. can or they will or they won't. Or some people say, well, I'm just not really sure about that. Why not? You know, John fifteen thirteen says, greater love have no man than him that laid down his life for his friends. You know, a lot of people think that when you say that phrase is like, I will die for her. Well, it's just a good part of it, but that dying is more like living a life of unselfishness. You know, we take it so deep, like, oh, I'm gonna get in front of her and I would take a bullet for him or her, but it's not about that. You think it, I'll take a bullet for you? I, I hope you do, but I know where I'm going, so I don't mind. Hey, don't, don't, don't make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, is that you really don't know until you're there. You, mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, those things meant to nothing when you say you're willing to die for that person if you're not daily dying for that person. Right. When you put in that person first. Mm-hmm. And that daily, that serving, to, you choose to give give the share away for her so she can sit down and you stand up sort of type, you know. Mm-hmm. That's really the simple sacrifice. It don't have to be so great thing. I, I, you choose to wash the dishes so she can rest. You choose to wash the child so and take him out to the park while she do the cooking. That is sacrifice. Right. That mm-hmm. is laying down your life. It doesn't have to be so big of a, I will take a bullet, which is nice, but that's not the daily day things are just dying for one another, which is putting the other person first and say, hey, I, I wash the kids while you do the dishes and because we both working or whatever, you know, that is faith. That is exercising faith. It's not everything has to be so drastic and so deep. You exercise faith in your daily life. Yes, and you know, at some point, it, it really does have to be, you know, deep, 
when you're looking at it, you know, certain certain times and certain mm-hmm. things like that, because, you know, when you're specifically talking about, you know, laying, laying your life down, you know, what I'd say is like, you know, a man, is your wife your friend? Or is she just an associate? You know, someone who or you are just, you know, compatible with or just mm. may like to hang out with. But is she truly your friend? That person who you can, you know, talk to and confide in, and that person who you absolutely without a doubt know that they would not do anything to harm you. Mm-hmm. you know? And if you are thinking that, why? Yeah. Where? How did the level of intimacy decrease so much to where you think that your wife or your husband mm-hmm. may think ill of you yeah. or may have bad thoughts towards you? You know, those are things that require, you know, communication to get in to find out, you know, will you actually lay down your life? Will you actually make the ultimate sacrifice? And if not the ultimate sacrifice, will you actually sacrifice things that you want and things that you desire, you know, on a daily basis, you know, to provide comfort and to satisfy, you know, Mm -hmm. um, your wife? You know, it goes back to, you know, our one of our favorite scriptures in here, you know, Ephesians, you know, 5, 22 and 25, when it talks about, you know, wives submit mm-hmm. and it says men love, you know. But, you know, what I want to talk about here and, and I'll give you I'll give you a, a minute to go over that point. And then I want to come back here, you know, to give a scripture that actually will answer, you know, the questions that you may have, you know, about Ephesians five twenty two and five twenty five, mm-hmm. you know. You have a comment on that? Yeah, I, I do have a comment because exercising the faith, it will be honoring the scripture. Yes. Honoring the scripture is a stay focused why you do what you do. You know, <laughs> I exercise my faith by honoring the word of God regardless of what you do. Because the word of God tells whatever we do in word and deed. So when I want to go ahead and yell at you or tell you all about yourself, I choose not to. Because I'm exercising and honor the word of God and doing what I don't feel like it because not because of you. I'm more concerned about my walk with God. Your faith will not work if you lose focus why you honor and why you obey the word of God. I'm going to mm-hmm. honor you and submit to you as long as I'm sinful, of course. <laughs> I go without saying <laughs> you're not going to make me do something. love, but I won't do that. No, no. not that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know that's the way it is mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. I will draw the line and exercise my faith as an honor, as a Christian. Because before in everything in life, I believe, before you do anything, before you vote, before before you're raised, you are a Christian and you honor the word of God because you are a Christian. You say he's your Lord. I'm going to obey and honor what God tells me, regardless of what's going on here, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's saying like go for like before a lot of people are like Oh, I'm Hispanic and they're so proud and all this stuff. I'm like, no, that's secondary. I don't care if I'm Hispanic. My people is God's people. You know, Mm -hmm. I I honor God's word first. Then I'm everything else. Then I'm a wife. Then I'm Latino. Then I'm a mother. First, I am a daughter of the Most High God. But you always find. (laughs) 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 Let's take to a point. Let's exercise our faith. And you know what? Everything is faith. You will choose to do those compliments that play around and, and being sweet in one another, even when you don't feel like because you have faith that this. Let's say there was a huge argument. And you, I remember, remember we, I forgot what we were arguing about. And you told me that I just feel weird, like it's not the same. Like we argued very deep about this one issue. 
and you say you don't feel the same. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we don't go by feelings. Mm -hmm. So let's start act like it's already good because we already discussed, we already come some kind of um, agreement. Let's just leave it alone. And we both was hurting, but what did we do? We start acting like nothing happened. Eventually what? Our feeling lined up and say, yeah. hey, we all, we love each other. We still, we're still good. It was just a moment mm -hmm. of hurt. And we start acting, I mean, we already repented to one yeah. another. We already argue. We already write some things down. We came to agreement and now we just hurt. So let's act like mm -hmm. everything is okay because you know what? Our feeling eventually is gonna line up what we mm -hmm. decided to do. We are gonna be okay, we're gonna fix this, and we're gonna move on. That's right. faith. <laughs> you had nothing to say, I just, la, la, la. No, yeah, that was, uh, that, that, that was pretty good, you know, <laughs> the breakdown on faith. Yep, we have, we have lived it. We, everything we do as a Christian, we have to mm -hmm. live a life of faith because their righteousness, we live by faith. Right, and you know, I mean, that goes with, um, which you just uh, said, you know, it goes directly in with uh, godly, li godly living. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to make ourselves line yep. up with what the Word of God says. We have to make ourselves be submissive, you know, to the point of, you know, taking the Word of God literally, you know, and actually living it and walking it out. You know, like I said before about creating a level of intimacy, because when I make you feel safe, and secure and I honor you and I take care of you that creates a level of intimacy that will allow you to submit it's not it's not making you submit it's not it's not thumping you over here with the Bible saying submit woman but you know when I put everything out there for you to make you feel you know like you're safe and secure you you can submit faithfully mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then in turn you know um, I can because I'm loving you, that's why I'm doing it. So people say sometimes, you know, well, why uh, doesn't my wife submit? You know, why doesn't my husband love me? Well, first of all, it goes all the way back to the beginning because, you know, when the wife's submission, you know, the man's submission bleeds over into the wife's submission. And so does the lack of submission. So men want the wife to submit Mm -hmm. But then they're not submitting to the Lord of their life, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, you know, that refusal to submit, you know, makes it difficult for your wife to submit because, you know, she can't submit to you in an unscriptural manner. You know, men, you have to be submitted to Jesus Christ. Walk out your days with fear and trembling. Trust in the Lord. You know, create that atmosphere of intimacy for your wife. And then that will allow her to submit. You cannot you know, demand authority, but you not submit to the authority, you know, over your life, Jesus Christ. That's what we do. And, you know, that goes into what we're saying here about in the first Peter um, three, one through seven. I'm going to read it because when I was, I was going over this, you know, I always talk about, you know, Ephesians 5, 22 and 23 about the submitting and the loving. Mm -hmm. love but, 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 but this one here, <laughs> I'm going to read it real quick. It says, in the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Don't be concerned about outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, excessive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, Amen. which 
is so precious to God. This is how the holy women made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah even obeyed her husband Abraham and called him master. You are daughters when you do what is right without fear of, your of what your husband might do. And this is key for the men. In the same way, you husbands must give your wives honor. Treat her with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but you are an equal partner in God's new life. Amen. Treat her as you should so that your prayers will not be hindered. So this tells you that, yes, we are to treat the woman, the wife, as a weaker vessel because she is a woman. She can't do the same things we do. But what men miss it here, they miss it here in this scripture when they miss the part about, you know, honoring her because she is an equal partner in God's new life. Amen. She is an equal heir to the things of God in the spirit. Amen. And so when man, when you don't acknowledge your wife in this way, it tells you right here that your prayers will be hindered. So when you don't honor your wife the way she is supposed to be receiving honor from the Lord Jesus Christ, and then you wonder why things are not working, yeah. when men come to me and say, hey, brother, I tried this, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm like, well, are you honoring your wife? Are you submitting? Are you demanding, or are you allowing her to submit to you by level of intimacy? Mm -hmm. And when you're not, your prayers will be hindered. So you wonder why things aren't working for you because you're not actually appropriating living the word of God out in your life daily. Yeah, one of the things many couples have issue is the wife being, don't want a man to control them. Yes. But it's be, not because they don't want to, but it's out of fear. They don't feel safe. You say level intimacy. For me to have intimacy and open up to you, you have to make me feel safe. Right. If I feel you're going to step on me and you're going to belittle me, I won't have the trust to, submit to you and many times when women as a christian man because they believe their uh, their wife supposed to submit they, that's arrogant prideful like we have no sense in the matter you i, I made the decision i heard from god and that is it and, mm -hmm. and it will be a good flow of the spirit that's not anointing on that right you know but if we do treat them as equal as say hey i believe god have this in my heart what you think and I always pray this with when it comes to us in that decision, because I know you hear from God, but I love the way you respect me when it is. I just one of the things it keeps me going when times get rough is how you honor me when it comes to the godly thing. You're like Maria, do you feel this is from God? And you allow me to hear from God, and sometimes I don't, but because you honor me, like a decision we like say we always say how much you want to give for offering mm -hmm. when it's a special offering say i think we should get a hundred but what you feel in your heart mm -hmm. just the simple fact that you honor me to allow me to say hey babe i know you're spiritual because we equal when it comes to the spiritual things we are equal and we're doing this together i'd be like you say okay do a hundred oh i feel like that's good i didn't hear anything but if you have something in your heart go ahead and do it you know, and it, you know what that does? It built the faith for one another. Yes. It mm -hmm. helped me to trust you. It helped me to say, hey, he recognized the anointing in my life, even though you were raised in the church. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have been private. Say, I know more the Bible than you do. You, you were Catholic. You don't even know John 3.16. But <laughs> you don't do that to me. You know, yeah. and that makes me feel safe. 
and then the anointed flows out of me to you and vice versa. And now my faith is not affected. Your faith is not affected. And we can flow. We can flow. We can flow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what we do. When I flow, no. <laughs> so. I got the feet. That's our favorite reggae Christian song, by the way. I would love yeah. Christian reggae. Hallelujah. So, you know, faith. I'm, yes, no, no, baby. Okay. That was it. Thank okay. you. You know, faith to save your marriage. And I know we didn't really, we probably didn't answer every question that you wanted out this there. This is a big subject. But see, <laughs> this is a very, very broad. But what it actually is, is you doing the right thing on a daily basis taking these scriptures and appropriating them. I tell you, if you wanted to just live a life of Ephesians and in first Peter uh, three, when it talks about godly living, you can make your way successful. You yes. can make your marriage prosperous and successful, you know, without hurt, without harm. And I tell you what, you have to do your own work. You have yeah. to put your own things into practice. But as long as it's according to scripture, I can guarantee you that you will be okay. Yeah. Not the same when we bumps in the road, but let me tell you, my Jesus said yes. he would never leave you nor forsake you. So when you just take that into consideration in your daily lives, then you will be at peace. And I tell you what, you will be able to save and reconcile your marriage. Mm -hmm. So until the next time, you know, we want to, first of all, thank you for tuning into our podcast again. And, you know, just like, you know, the gentleman who called, you know, give us, email. I'm not giving you my number. So, you know, just uh, call, I mean, <laughs> shoot an email, you know, ask a question, <laughs> you know, we'll do something for you. Yeah. Check us out on, on all of the uh, media, uh, the streams at wildmarriage.com, um, the podcast, uh, YouTube. Yeah. And. Uh, Facebook. Yes, 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 <laughs> Facebook. Okay, until then, I say may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. Ciao. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.